Hello, welcome to your show, Fruit for Your Soul. I'm your spiritual life coach, Cardelia Reed. Thank you so much for joining. Uh, usually I like to give a little bit of background about myself, and I just like to remind you that uh, my show focuses and talk a lot about spiritual warfare. And the goal is for you to listen to this show and hopefully it adds inspiration and encouragement to your day. I'm going to focus today on the truth about Jezebel. And, you know, it's such an interesting subject because I know that when you saw the title, you're thinking uh, probably what I thought for years and what I've been told about for years, Jezebel is a woman that's sleeping around and she's just up to no good. Well, a very a portion of that is correct. And let's talk about who this particular spirit is. Jezebel is a spirit and this particular spirit can inhabit a woman or man. It does not matter which one it is. Uh, the goal of Jezebel is to control, manipulate, and she is, this particular spirit is drawn to uh, power and influence. And you probably, just because of the name Jezebel, you'll probably hear me say interchangeably spirit or she, because it just naturally causes you to say she, but I just want to help you to understand that whenever I refer to Jezebel, I'm referring to the spirit of Jezebel. And I'm going to read out a couple of characteristics. But before I do that, I want you to understand where this story is in the Bible. And the spirit of Jezebel focuses a lot um, in First Kings. You can read just high points between verses 16 and 21. And Second King, you can read that entire chapter, actually. But you see, mostly you'll be able to find it within that. But Jezebel, uh, just to give you a recap about the particular story of, uh, of the original Jezebel in the Bible, this is a story of a woman that was drawn to uh she wanted power and control and her goal was to kill off all the prophets and even uh elijah one of the greatest prophets in the bible became very depressed by that he had to go and hide himself and um, to prevent from getting killed she was uh, the cause of a lot of deaths of prophets in the bible and at the end jezebel had a very uh terrible ending she was actually thrown out of the window by people in her own court and when she hit the ground her body was eaten by uh dogs wild dogs came and ate her flesh and when they actually went to bury her all that was left was her skull and the palms of her hands so I don't want you to get too caught up on um, her ending but just know that this particular spirit is I would say is one of the worst spirits out there as far as when it comes to destruction control and manipulation I think that um, if you can imagine a tornado and a tornado its goal is to destroy everything in its path even the person that it inhabits and so um, you know the spirit of Jezebel wants to destroy the body that is in obviously it, 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 there's no one left to um, I mean literally it's not even at rest until everything is gone everything uh, this is a really interesting subject because um, I'm learning so much about this particular spirit myself and it was really on my heart to share it. But um, I'm going to tell you that within the last year, I had a dream and this particular dream, um, I think I went to bed that night unsettled. I had picked up some spirits at someone's home that I went to visit, and I just didn't feel right about the interaction I had there. Uh, the, the, this person just had a lot of jealousy and competition in them. It was an older woman, but she was very unhappy with herself. And so I think me being me, I was talking to her a lot, but I just was trying to be nice and trying to fight off what I was feeling, but it was very difficult for me to do so. Uh, so that night I went to bed 
And um, I had a dream that there was this demon in front of me and the demon was like a blue balloon and it was my height. He had really big white eyes and he just stared at me. Then he started laughing and I was starting to get a little irritated that he was laughing at me. So when I got irritated, he multiplied to two of him identical and then the two multiplied to four, then the four multiplied to eight and so on and so forth. till I was just covered all around with these same identical demons laughing in sync with each other at me loud and so in order to get them off of me I pulled something was in front of me and I pulled it off of me and prayed over it and anointed it and I I turned around in a 360 degree circle and I had to rebuke and bind all of the demons in the name of Jesus to get them away now they cleared the path like the Red Sea I'm gonna be honest with you they got away from me but I really couldn't understand at the moment why I had that dream until I started reading and understanding the spirit of Jezebel so I have to tell you, I have been surrounded by this particular spirit um, at work. I had two people at work. One was very obviously that way, but one not so obvious. And the one that's not so obvious is the one that supposedly is in power herself. And she's the one that pretends to be your friend and pretends that she wants the best for you. But at the same time, when she's not around you, she's looking out for herself. And that's all that truly matters is herself. This person comes across as very sincere, loving. They even come across as, you know, I'll do anything for you. And they want to give you advice and everything. But at the same time, that person, major goal is self-worship and power. Um, and the other person was just someone that was lagging along that clearly was trying to figure out who she was and where she blended in with the organization. And at the end of the day, her overall goal was to make sure she was happy herself. Uh, there was obviously no caring about me and it, you know, I wasn't there at this particular job for them to care about me. But at the same time, I am a caring person. So naturally, I have a caring heart for people regardless of who they are. So I didn't realize that it was a spirit of Jezebel until I started reading the characteristics of it. I'm going to read them to you in a minute. And then I'm going to tell you I had the spirit of Jezebel in my family and in my friend, people that I call my friends. Now, the thing about Jezebel, I want you to understand, even in the Bible, Jezebel had a heart for God, for serving God. Okay. She even believed that's what she was doing. But the overall goal of the spirit of Jezebel, I'm going to make sure you understand this, is self-worship. Self-worship comes above whatever she wants to do with Christ. And that's all that she is preoccupied with. This particular spirit is has a preoccupation with self so, you know, I, that probably rings a bell with you, right? You know that person that you talk to and it seems to be the conversation is always about them. And then when you walk away from them, you feel like more has been taken away than added to it. Or if they add something to it, it's always something you probably should do that maybe you haven't done. And you're thinking, should I do that or should not do it? You know, they have a way of trying to disrupt and interrupt your thoughts, very, very, very interesting characteristics, I know. Uh, so let's talk about her. So she is, uh, she operates with a false sense of discernment, okay, which means that she comes across as if she'll tell you the best things to do. She'll give you the best advice. And it really starts to make sense to you. And she has a way of knowing, you know, you probably told her some personal things about you, whether she's a friend or she's someone at work that, you know, you're, you're dealing with on a team environment. She probably knows some things. So she's going to try to come across as if she's helping you. And this is where the spirit gets really dangerous because you start to trust this person's advice and they know 
that you trust their advice. Uh, you know, not only that, they, um, you need to understand this person is attracted to, once again, let me just spell this out. The Jezebel spirit is attracted to a person of power. Now, in the workplace, it makes a whole lot of sense because you can think, okay, this person has this title, this person's the VP, the CEO, or whatever. It can either be the CEO themselves or someone that's next to it, the person's right-hand man. Now, in your home or in your um, church, which that's a totally different podcast in and of itself. I'm not going to focus so much on the church on this particular podcast, but in your home, like friends and family, uh, this person could be a matriarch. This person could be someone close to the matriarch of the family or the alpha uh, of the family or someone close to it or okay the alpha or the matriarch could be you and then there's someone that's drawn to you as I said before this person is drawn to someone of power if you are a person that's always attracting manipulative people in your life they are attracted to you because they know the power and the influence and the gifts that you have that you were born with from birth and they are drawn because they want to suck that out of you They want to take that away from you. And the ultimate goal of the spirit of Jezebel, let me remind you, is for destruction. The destruction of you, the destruction of the situation, and ultimately the destruction of the person that is using to to have all of that take place. Okay? So I know it's, it's, it, these are the kinds of things you, it really causes you to think about. I want you to think about your inner circle at work, at church, and everywhere around you. Um, these are things you have to really be aware of because I'm going to tell you I was not. I was not. Um, I, I know that people are, they come in different forms. You have like, you know, what we call false prophets. I'm going to skip to the spirit realm for just a second. You have false prophets. I know that there are people that can manipulate you. They can lie to you. I know that people that comes across as if they're controlling you, but then they, when they're controlling you, they're giving you advice. that's probably not the best advice. And then you take that and run with it. And then you wonder sometimes why didn't it work? Or if it did work, it barely worked. You kind of saw a little bit of results, but it's enough to, for you to go back and get more advice, advice from that particular Jezebel person and then they give you something else it's just something there that's just not quite adding up and if you need a little bit more concrete evidence I want you to think about all of these companies that have been coming down within the past 10 years I'm going to tell you if there's a Jezebel is there a Jezebel spirit that is there that will bring the company down these spirits still control they lie they manipulate they're drone. They, they just want to suck the power out of the entire organization. And when you're getting false information that's not true, or if you're thriving off false information, it's going to bring everything down eventually. It is a very, very, very disturbing spirit. And it's one you just have to be aware of. The other characteristics of the Jezebel is that, um, you know, they're usually people with really deep convictions. You know, uh, I talked about how they will have a true heart for God, but I want you to understand that this particular person always has a very hidden agenda. You know, uh, there are people that I have known in the past uh, or even presently, and I could talk to them and they could tell me some of the greatest examples about themselves and their lives and they can relate to everything I'm saying. But then they'll have this quietness about them that I really don't understand. They'll get really, really quiet and there'll be this awkwardness in the air. And you're wondering, is it just me? Because I know even if this person has a quiet nature, there's something that's just not adding up that doesn't feel right. In those particular moments, that Jezebel spirit is discerning the next move it's going to make on you 
in that conversation. And, you know, these are things that I've just had to realize myself. And, you know, I said this person is someone with deep convictions. They have a heart and a desire for God. So, you know, for people like me that has a true heart for God, that truly want to believe the best in people and that truly uh, just love, love life and how, how God, you know, just wants to praise God and really just want to do the right thing. Um, I will tell you, I have attracted this spirit like a magnet, like a magnet. And, you know, I have to be very well aware of this. And one of the things the Holy Spirit gave me last night is, in which I'm telling you that there is a reason why that Jezebel, it's not just the power that God has given you, but there are things within yourself that you need to be aware of that may not be 100% clear and right with God. And it is that breach. It is that particular breach that that spirit is drawn to because I want to say the enemy is attracted to brokenness. Now, I'm not telling you that you are a broken individual. I'm not saying that per se. But if there's a potential breach somewhere that you're not clear about. So, you know, let's just let me put this in layman's terms. When you're at work and you've got problems at work. Okay, whether you're a person in power at work and influence or you're a person that's over a team you've obviously got a whole lot of stress going on when you're trying to deal with things, right? Well, then you're going to consult with someone. So you're, they, you're telling them what's going on or that particular person come to you and say, Hey, this is what's going on. There's a breach there that you don't have an answer to, right? So in other words, you've got to get an answer some kind of way. Something's got to be fixed. So naturally that particular spirit moves that person to give you the best advice. So they're drawn to, okay, somehow I'm going to be the one that's going to help this person. But even though they're giving you ill fated advice now that's very simple to see in your personal life when it comes to friends like they say misery loves company well if you've got issues in your life and the rain does fall on the just and the unjust naturally that spirit that's drawn to you knows there's a breach somewhere that needs to be fixed so here I come to help that person and I look like the hero to this person and then that's when I move in and then here comes the other destruction of that you know I um I had a friend that um, I consulted about the same issue for years, for years. And um, I truly trusted this person and God really used this person because I'm going to tell you, you know, I don't want to just leave you with the spirit of Jezebel just there. If God is with you, God is with you. So there's not much destruction that can be done there, but you not, you have to learn to go to God first and not go to the spirit of Jezebel because you just want to hear a physical mouth talk. So we have to learn how to trust God. But at the time, I'm, I'm learning a lot of things about spirituality. And I went to this particular spirit and there was a lot of advice there. But one thing I got to tell you about the advice, it's not that it didn't work. Sort of sometimes it seemed like it did, sometimes it didn't. The point is the problem never really corrected itself. And the reason why it didn't, God said, no, that's not right. I want you to come to me first. Come to me first. You cannot substitute somebody else for God. So that's how, number one, you've got to get rid of that dependency you may have on whoever that right-hand man is, right? Everybody's got a right-hand man. Everybody has a right-hand man. Everybody. If it's your spouse, if it's whomever, yes, that person is there. Now, I know you have your spouse as a covenant there, but you still have to learn to go to God first. It does not matter who it is. It does not matter where you are at work, uh, at play, at home. You've got to learn how to go to God first. 
or trust that, okay, if you have already gone to God, that he's going to send the right person there. You have to be discerning about these things. So, and I know in this message, I'm changing back and forth between the spirit world and the natural world, but this is just how this particular spirit operates. You have to learn how to uh, go first in your own setting and how to deal with it versus just focusing on, okay, I've got to talk to someone and then things really get screwed up. That's why you've always heard the saying, if you want to know what someone's going to be like in five years, look at who they hang around, right? Which is very true. That's why you got to be very clear and discerning about the spirit of Jezebel. And we're seeing a whole lot of destruction and a lot of things take place right now in the news. And I'm going to tell you exactly where that comes from. In Revelation 2, starting at the 20th verse, it says, But I have this against you, that you tolerate this woman Jezebel, who calls herself a prophetess, claiming to be inspired, and who is teaching and leading astray my servants, and beguiling them into practicing sexual vice and eating food sacrificed to idols. I'm moving on to verse 21. I gave her time to repent, but she has no desire to repent of her immorality and refuses to do so. I'm I'm continuing to verse 22. Take note, I will throw her on a bed of those who commit adultery with her and I will bring them down to pressing distress and severe afflictions unless they turn away from their minds, from conduct as hers and repent of their doings. At the end of the day, um, let me just repeat, I read to you from Revelations um, second chapter verses 20 through... 22 at the end of the day there's so much that's tolerated right now in our daily world and there's so much about ourselves that we don't see and I will tell you that just because it's okay in the world doesn't mean it's okay okay so I mentioned to you that the spirit of Jezebel is attracted to a potential breach a potential brokenness that we can carry and not aware of. And it's one of those spirits, evil is evil. Evil looks to break more. You find that, you know, it's, I say that it's so destructive that it's a spirit that breaks and it causes a further break in the area. In other words, the broken just gets more broken. Nothing gets whole. And I'll use myself as an example of that. Um, there are times, there's so many times in my life where, you know, you have, I had so many things going on at once and then I would go to work just to have something extra go on, just to have an extra deception there. Or I come home and then I figure I don't have anyone to talk to at home. And then it's like, okay, am I going to lose my mind or what? Because the truth is there's no way this could be more uncompounded on top of more uncompounded on top of more. It's like, how much can you possibly take? That's the spirit of Jezebel. The spirit of Jezebel, she can be aggressive. She is one of those evils that keep on giving. It does not stop. The One of the best ways to stop this spirit, okay, is to first of all recognize what's going on. Acknowledge that it's there. All right, that's number one. Number two, acknowledge if there's anything in you that could, that could be potentially drawing this spirit. And most likely it is. 
<laughs> it, it most likely it truly is. We're not, we may not be aware of that the person that's inhabited the Jezebel spirits, you know, they're not aware of that. And sometimes the ones that you, people that are close to you, you're probably not even aware that this is what the spirit is. But I will tell you, if you're just getting manipulated over and over and over again by someone, it's a Jezebel spirit. It is a witchcraft spirit. It is a spirit that it will, that's out for ultimate destruction. And it's drawn to you because of who you have all too often. I talk to women who complain about other women that's doing X to them. And then a lot of times men, especially if they're men in certain positions at church or at, at the job, they're not even aware of that right hand person that's dealing with that. So if there has to be an acknowledgement of what's going on, it has to be an acknowledgement of yourself. Are you too dependent on this person or this situation? Are you not trusting God enough? Number three, you know what you've got to do? You've got to pray. you got to pray for that person and you've got to pray for yourself. I know you don't want to. I know that's the last thing that you're going to feel like doing because I will tell you, one of the things that I allowed this particular spirit to do is um, actually take my praise away. And that is the one thing that God is drawn to. This spirit cannot inhabit or touch you when you are praising God. That sounds like a cliche, but I'm going to tell you is very true. It cannot touch you if you are in constant praise. This is a spirit. This spirit is aware of what's going on in your life supernaturally. It will come to you because it is aware of that. It is very clever. And the enemy has customized this particular Jezebel spirit just for your situation. So it's very clever how it comes into your life, how it sticks with you, how it appears to stick with you through the end. But at the end, it is the overall destruction of everybody. You've got to pray for the person. You've got to pray for yourself. You've got to praise God to get out of the situation because God is attracted to our praise. Our praise is our sacrifice. Okay, as I said to you, I allow this spirit to beat the praise out of me. Uh, that's in the past. So now that I learned better, you know, now that I know better, I, I do better, right? So it, right now it cannot touch you with your praise. Matter of fact, you will confuse the enemy with your praise. The person that was assigned, the spirit of Jezebel that was assigned to you, that person will get up in the morning and probably can't even remember what they're supposed to do or say to you that day. They'll be so dumbfounded by who you are. Uh, the other thing I will say is if you are encountering a Jezebel spirit, which most of us are at some point or have at some point in our lives, you've got to learn to uh, not let that spirit get into you. In other words, don't get irritated. Remember that I said in the dream earlier, the more irritated I got, the more the demons multiplied. And yeah, I got very irritated. So one thing I know about this spirit, it, it, that's what it wants to do. It wants to make you angry. Uh, so at the end of the day, if you're nice to it, and you kill it with kindness, literally kill it with kindness. Once again, you're going to create confusion in the camp of the enemy. It has no clue what to do next. It may try something else, but you got to once again, come back and kill it with kindness. You've got to know what you know about this particular spirit. I told you there were some people at work that clearly had this spirit. Every day I was overly nice to these people because I was aware of what was going on. So at the end of the day, when I left this company, the enemy was confused. The enemy didn't know anything about what I knew. And guess what? It feels better to be nice. It feels so much better. One thing I can promise you about the spirit of Jezebel, 
This particular person is not at all affected by what's affecting you. You're really hurt by this spirit. This spirit hurts badly. It takes months, even years to recover from the damage that this particular spirit causes. But this person is not any way affected by that, meaning you will be the one complaining and hurting and bothered by it to your friends or whoever you talk to and complain about sucking up your time and theirs. But this spirit is not doing that. That's why I said when you're nice to it, you're killing it with kindness and it just kind of rolls off your back, right? So then you got to go back and pray again. Pray and ward it off in the spirit. Rebuke it, bind it, release it. Just uh, the spirit of Christ cannot even, um, the spirit of Christ way overcomes whatever the spirit of Jezebel could potentially do. And the characteristics of Jezebel is evil, 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 evil. The characteristics of Christ is love, mercy, grace, joy, comfort. You understand what I'm saying? So you're talking in your conversation and you're feeling the hurt from the evilness. But you've got to know that Christ does not operate in that realm. Meaning that when you're full of love, compassion, and joy, the spirit of Jezebel can't even come close to that. So this is why uh, I truly do believe the spirit of Jezebel is even allowed to test us because we've got to learn to be that way in spite of, okay, in spite of what this spirit is trying to do to us. I know how destructive this spirit is. I have people calling me right now, very disturbed by this spirit. Okay, very. Now, I don't give them too much leeway to give this spirit credit because it does not have power. I will not allow anyone I talk to to give this spirit power. But I will tell you this. I have to help them bring out the best in them and acknowledge what they have. There is a breach somewhere in the system within themselves. Okay, and that breach is what I like to do. Help them pinpoint what's going on and why that particular spirit is drawn to them and trying to tear them down. But it cannot succeed only unless we let it. I know people whose entire households were destroyed by this particular spirit, and they still have not recovered from it to this day because they refuse and no one taught them to how to overcome that with Christ. So that's why I'm trying to tell you, uh, you got to go back to the supernatural with this particular spirit because it will not stop. If you leave a job because of the spirit of Jezebel, all it will do is come at you from another way in the next job. I know I've been there several jobs, job after job after job. Uh, it's not even just with the job. If I did not accomplish it correctly at, at, at work, I always had it waiting for me uh, at home. Okay. So I'm going to tell you that I probably am becoming a subject matter expert in um, the spirit of Jezebel, which is, I'm not sure if I should feel good or what about that, but <laughs> I am over time here and I've got to pick back up on a part two. I was wondering when I first started, if I should go to part two, but I've got to, because, uh, this is, this is not uh, just a 20 minute subject here. So let me just remind you, you can look me up on YouTube for my interviews. Catch me now on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Google play Cardelia.com. Um, please send me an email. Love at Cardelia.com. I love to speak. I love to write. And um, I love to give you spiritual life coaching. So until next time, remember, if nothing else, Jesus loves you. And so do I. I will catch you on part two of this.